So I want I want to ask all three of you about this because there is a I would say there's a disagreement, an intra intra bulwark disagreement. Um, there are some people in the bulwark who take the view that like you know yeah I guess Biden has done okay, but like everything is a day you know a day too late and a dollar too short, and where are the F 16s And my view, and I I hope this isn't colored by the fact that I think that Biden has generally been an okay president. Um is that this this is much more like just-in-time delivery, right? Uh, tanks nine months ago would not have done anything for the Ukrainians. And in fact, tanks today won't do anything for the Ukrainians. But when they're delivered by the spring or summer and the ground is you know thawed out and no longer and not muddy uh, and they've trained up on them, then maybe they'll be able to use them. And F-16s today probably wouldn't do much. And Attackums four months ago wouldn't have done much, but we're we're sort of getting them stuff when they need it and are able to take advantage of it. And that, as you say, Eric, what that has done is it has made the the price of escalation for Putin much greater. Right, the fact that it is, as you say, this drip, 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 has made it very, very hard. And also, I think it makes future escalations harder because, like, well, he didn't, you know. He didn't launch the nukes when they sent them tanks, right? Or something. And so I don't know. I think it's it's whether it was wise or not, I think it has worked out fairly well. And I, I don't much I, I always say that I don't much buy the criticism, but I wonder what you guys think of, of it. I mean, is it is it the case that Ukraine would be doing better if Biden had pushed more to them faster and uh, you know, really given them their shopping list eight months ago? Look, I think what we're trying to do here is get them to become quasi-proficient in uh, combined arms warfare, as I said. And I think we have to understand how hard that is. I mean, when we train our guys, you know, we send them out to the National Training Center out in California. We make them do repeated war games. We take years to get, you know, like the 4th Infantry Division, which is one of our most high-tech, uh, you know, uh, military units takes years to get them to be able to, you know, do this. This is very complicated stuff to bring all these military effects, uh, you know, on a point, you know, in, in synchronization, very hard. Um, you know, we've done a lot to train the Ukrainians since 2014, so they're more open to this now, which is great. But it's going to take them a while, actually, to get trained up on all this, particularly, as I said earlier, because they're going to be using lots of different equipment, not just, you know, one standard thing like our guys pretty much have. So we shouldn't underestimate the degree of difficulty of this. I guess what I would say is I kind of, <laughs> I, I kind of represent both camps that you have. I mean, I understand the virtue of what the Biden people have done. I want them to be doing it faster. And I keep yelling that they need to do it faster because if we're not out here yelling at them to do it faster, then the general inertia that normally afflicts government will set in. Yeah, and it fair. I, I think I basically agree with that. You know, I think it's a good thought experiment to consider what would have happened if we had had this announcement, not only from the United States, but from all of our European allies uh, and soon to be allies. We should talk about Sweden and Finland later um, of delivering tanks before the uh, Kherson offensive that the Ukrainians completed a few months ago. That was one that according to my reading, didn't go quite as well as they were hoping. The Russians were able to make an organized retreat of Kherson, which sort of no one expected. And when the Ukrainians retook the city, the thousands of Russian soldiers that had been there were able to escape sort of under the cover of darkness. You know, would they have been able to use tanks in that operation? Maybe. We don't know because they didn't have them. But the political message certainly would have been 
more powerful to do it earlier to say, we trust you, we support you, go get them. Um, this gets to a point that Ambassador Edelman had in his piece with David Kramer, which is that the Biden administration pats themselves on the back for saying, we're giving Ukraine everything they need to defend themselves, which is sort of true if you mean defend the existence of the Ukrainian state, period. But it's not true if you mean defend every inch of their internationally recognized borders, because we're right. sort of not doing that enough. And if I could just add one more point on the attackums, this is just sort of my pet theory, but I worry a little bit that uh, the Biden administration has created a self-fulfilling prophecy by in the very early months of the war saying that certain weapons types were escalatory. Because once you say that, it turns that weapon into a signal. And if you then give attackums, you can't say, well, it's not escalatory. I mean, you can try, but it makes it it makes it more difficult, right? Well, it, you're sort of saying this is an escalation. We're escalating. Hey there, this is JVL. To hear the rest of the show, come and join us and become a member of Bulwark Plus.